This is a disclaimer. The Crimson Capsule Chapel is a podcast about awareness and self-development. Do not listen if you are weak-minded and easily offended. This podcast is from a red pill perspective. We go hard on 304 so you can understand their nature. Again, listen at your own discretion. Thank you and enjoy.
I swear, it doesn't matter. Well, it does matter. The time of the year, this time of the year, I always get sick. So I am here. All right. Jersey Judas Sunday night. You can probably hear the rain coming down, but it's all good because I'm back. Another episode, another edition of the Crimson Capsule Chapel. Alright, so I'm trying to get over this cold. I did an episode earlier today, had just shared it maybe 30 minutes ago. But I'm back. And even though this is nighttime, this episode will be uploaded tomorrow morning. For Monday, another week. (coughs) This week, I got to get through this week. And then after next week, I have a good portion of the week off for the holidays. So that's cool. Um, I got to do some holiday shopping coming up and then I got to do holiday shopping the week after although if I do everything at once I'll end up with everything settled but if I do everything at once I'll be broke so I don't really want to do that so I kind of have to split things and have oh the holiday fuckery all right guys AJ's rants and reactions two videos from him hopefully they're good uh I was gonna call this a Sunday night heat episode but honestly When it comes to uh, AJ's videos, it's kind of been a little off. And I ain't saying shit. I'm here doing a podcast. What the? But the last videos I played from AJ was kind of weak. I ain't going to lie. We got 304 tries to burn MLK's house. Yes. Martin Luther King. um, A 304 tried to burn the house down. On some left eye Lisa Lopez shit. She did. Rest in peace. Then we got uh, another video which is called homelessness on the rise. All right. Homelessness is on the rise with modern women. How about that? Um, what's going on with my phone? Let me see something. It's this stupid fucking device that decides to work whenever it wants to work. I really can't afford to deal with this shit tonight. Uh, my phone's on 57%, so I want this charge enough. Because if I just let this go on 57%, I'll have probably an hour, 30 minutes maximum. Which is kind of what I'm planning right now anyway. So, uh, let me make sure everything's situated. I got my joint. Grab my uh, little cigarette here. And we're going to get shit started, man. Uh, shout out to AJ's Ransom Reactions. He back! He on... Uh, He's on the YouTubes. It's A-J-A-Y. A-J's. Rants and reactions. <coughs> Shit, I gotta blow my nose, man. Fuck. I gotta blow my nose. Jesus. Alright, hold on one second. One brief second. Alright, bet. Alright, so we about to get this shit started. I apologize for my voice. I am getting sick. Uh, Earlier today, I just had a sore throat, but then I had laid down at like 3.30 
because I had a headache. Woke up, stuffy nose and sore throat. So that's cool. It's all good. We still got an episode. Um, AJ's Rants Reactions, 304, tries to burn MLK's house. Hey guys, AJ here back with another one for you. So, well, this really, really shows how bad that these modern chicks are. All right? Now, I'm going to break out the race card here also because that'll be in, in play. Some knucklehead in 304 just tried to burn Martin Luther King's birth home down. Clown world. Jesus Christ. She took a bunch of gasoline and tried to burn down the birth home of Martin Luther King. Absolutely insane. So we're going to check out the video here and check out the little article. But before we do, like, subscribe, drop a comment. It really helps keep this channel going. And yeah, guys, let's check this out. A very important piece of Atlanta history nearly destroyed. We're talking about the childhood home of Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. Now, police tell us that there were some brave bystanders mm-hmm. that stopped a woman from trying to burn that home down. This could have been world. just devastating, yeah. Brooks. Atlanta News First, Rebecca Schramm is live right, right now. Uh, she's on Auburn Avenue, just east of downtown Atlanta. Rebecca, this was really close to becoming a catastrophe and a piece of history that could have just been gone. No kidding, Gervier and Brooks. Good morning to you. Yeah, two men from Utah who happened to be visiting were reading a plaque outside the home when a woman walked right past them onto the front porch and they thought, well, maybe she's part of the maintenance crew or something. Well, what she did next prompted one of them to grab his phone and start recording. Take a look at this. She was pouring liquid from a gasoline can all over the front porch. He saw that she had left her keys and her wallet on the grass. So he grabbed those to try to keep her from leaving. Well, after that, two off-duty New York City police officers, who also happened to be visiting, followed her and then held her down until Atlanta police could arrive. Atlanta firefighters, along with a hazmat crew, spent quite a while at the house last night scrubbing down the areas where the woman had poured the gasoline to make sure that the place wouldn't ignite isn't this indicative society all these men here having to clean up some some 304's mess isn't that how it always works guys isn't that isn't this the most like prime example of everything that's wrong with modern society one 304 act stupid enough all these men all these men have to literally clean up her mass clown world. All right, back to those out-of-town bystanders. Listen to what the one who recorded the video told us. He said he didn't realize at first that the woman had also left a lighter on the lawn. Here's what happened when she came down from the porch. She grabbed a lighter from the grass and started to come back up the stairs. So I stood at the stairs and said, you can't do this, and blocked her for about a minute, kept blocking her from going up the stairs. And when she couldn't get back up the stairs and saw that they had her keys, she um, walked quickly down and started heading down the street this way. If the witnesses hadn't been here and interrupted what she was doing, I mean, it could have been a matter of seconds um, before the house was engulfed in flames. Um, it was really about the timing and the witnesses being in the right place at the right time. Final The Atlanta police. So, <clears throat> typical, typical fuck shit, right? Fuckery. Right. Uh, I'm going to assume this person's white. I don't know why, but I'm just going to assume. He also came to the scene last night. He said those witnesses saved a crown jewel of this city. The King Center sent a statement thanking those bystanders. Now, as for the woman who. Oh, you mean they're actually thanking police? 
You mean that police might actually be necessary? Come on, guys. There's still these these knuckleheads out out there who want to defund the police and all of that. And even after showing them this, they say, "Are you trying to say that the police are not necessary?" How dare you! <laughs> who was arrested. She should have her first court appearance today. So we will let you know as soon as we learn more about her. We don't have her name just yet, just that she's- Guys, this is federal prob- prob- property too. Yeah, I'm getting sick. Yeah, I'm getting sick. Oh, God, are you kidding me? Federal, 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 federal. King's house is an actual federal property site. But they actually have the video where you can see the whole thing. It's funny because they're holding her down. And they're like, are you okay? Here it is. Look at this. This is the whole video. Look. What are you? What are you doing? Audible. Sorry, no disrespect. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> like really, I don't care. Audible. We're not going through none of that clips. Uh, I'm not going through this clip or the other clip you got. Shit is just. It's it's fucking retarded. I don't feel like trying to go through that. Um, let's go on YouTube. <laughs> let's go on the tubes, babe. We're going on YouTube, right? Because um. I honestly just did not care to go through that. <sighs> I just couldn't do it. <clears throat> Let me put this joint out. So, Ack, I checked out Ack. He did um, academics. He did a fucking uh, podcast. Not a podcast. He recorded, talked about the situation with Charleston White. And yeah, we talked about it. We talked about that already. There's something I wanted to go through, but unfortunately, that's on my computer. Um, she goes in on women who have multiple babies by multiple different men. All right, let's go through it. Why not? Got an ad plan, probably. Sure. Oh yeah. Go fuck yourself. Skip. I have a conversation with you ladies. Now, I don't talk about anything that I haven't been through. But let's talk about multiple babies. Hey, yo, shout out to uh, the Do Better podcast. You dig? Baby dicks. Talk to them. And <laughs> I'm going to speak to the younger girls right now that are Shot. having multiple baby daddies. Shot. And you're wondering why you cannot get a good man. Well, first of all, it's people out here that teach their kids, their sons, not to deal with women that have multiple baby daddies. Bingo. Bingo. I mean, there to be with one woman. Bingo. So it doesn't matter. In other words, what she is actually saying secretly is it doesn't matter what the shaming tactic is, the shaming tactic, it's the women who come up with it. Oh, don't be dealing with these fast ass women. Sure, I'm sure a lot of the blacks, the blacks, 
grew up with their mother saying this, dealing with these fast girls, hoochie mamas, busy bodies, hussies, whatever you want to call them. So the older generation automatically shames the younger generation. So the women of yesteryear are shaming the women today because they're the ones that's going out there having different babies by different men. And not one of those men are there to take care of them. Only the government. Let's go. And they're to have all their kids by that particular woman. Exactly. And then in my case, my father taught me ever since I was a small child, a little boy playing with action figures, my father would drill into my head, Theo, don't have children by more than one woman. Don't have children by more than one woman. Don't have children by more than one woman. This is something my father, I remember me being super young and my father telling me this, and this was years before I was actually sexually active myself. My father drilled that into me when I was a child. Therefore myself, I am divorced, but I only have one son with my one ex-wife. I don't have any more children because my father drilled that in me. I had a fear of that. Now, you got four, five, six, seven different baby daddies. And baby it's some daddy. men too. But right now, I'm baby just sharing with the women. All these baby, baby daddies. Daddy. And then you sit. Baby daddy. Baby daddies. They want the creme de la creme. The, the chad de la chad. Ready? You have the cameras rolling? All right. Anything for the moolah. Anything for the moolah. Anything for the moolah. Anything for the moolah. Okay. Anything for the moolah. Giant freak offs. Giant freak offs. <laughs> All right, let's keep going. Stop bugging. Sit up there and you expect a man to come and rescue you. When you made a lot of bad decisions. First, let me tell you how multiple baby daddies look to a really good man. Talk to him. It looks like you're inconsistent. Ding. You do not like to commit. Ding. You're spontaneous. Ding. You have unprotected sex. Ding. Yep. And you're very selfish because you're not even thinking about the kids. I'll add on one more thing. I'll add on one more thing before you add on one more thing. You're having all of these babies out of wedlock. So the man that you meet, that you want to marry, you'll expect that man to deal with you and your children as wife and kids when he's not the father of those kids. Let's keep going. As well, it shows that you're a poor decision maker. True. You have four, five, six different baby daddies. That's oh four, five, six different personalities in one household. And that's disgusting And what if one baby daddy <laughs> wants to take care of the kid more than for the other kids' fathers? Then what? Now you're causing the, that that's causing division within the household Nigga with shit. the other kids. It causes jealousy Nigga and shit. it causes hate. I'm just gonna call it out like it is. And man, this is such a good Damn, topic. And I can son. speak on this from multiple different angles. And I don't want to seem like I came from a perfect situation. My parents didn't marry. My father and my mother had myself, I'm the oldest, and my younger sister. And then my parents split and my mother would have my brother with another man. And I got to see that firsthand because my father was until this day still in my life. And my brother's father was not in his life. So 
Can you imagine how traumatic that has to be for people like my brother and other kids out here when you're a child and your mother has children with multiple men and then their father goes and pick them up and then you're just sitting there probably crying? Yeah, it's traumatic and a lot of people don't think like that. I'll say this, at least to my mother's credit, yes, she had three children by two different men, but after she broke up with my brother's father, I was five years old when that happened, my mother never had another man around. My mother wasn't like these Kendra G Hood boogers who would bring in a new dude every other hour and introduce you to all these uncles and all this crap. My mother didn't do that. My mother actually did with a lot of modern women won't do today and that she stopped dating completely. I never know my mother to have a boyfriend, hookup, or anything like that until all three of us were grown and out of the house. That's when my mother actually got lucky and got married for the first time in her 50s. She completely stopped dating. And so many modern women refuse to do that because they still need that tangle. And I'll say this, unpopular opinion, but I don't give a shit. I personally think that if you have babies with more than two people, I'll give you two. If you have two children by two different women, I'll give you two, bro. But if you have three baby dads, four baby dads, five baby dads, Dance, bro. Hey yo, what the fuck? You're a disgusting human being. Unless you married each one of those people, you're a disgusting person. I only give people two. Everything else is gross to me. I know a lot of y'all don't want to hear this, but sometimes when you've made so many bad mistakes, they don't you just have back. to wait till your kids get grown and find a man that just loves you mm. or you, or you have to be willing to take on another man with multiple baby mamas exactly. to be honest i think it's so selfish that <clears throat> a woman and think about how selfish this is a woman with multiple children wants the man with no children no exceptions but that man has to deal with that woman and her kids no exceptions she can pick and choose well i want a man I don't want a man with kids, but bitch, you got three or four. It's over for you. The only one man you're going to find that wants to have kids with you. I mean, he's a cuck. Cuck. All right. He's a cuck and you're a hood rat. Hood rats. Hood rats. Hood rats. Anything for the moolah. Anything for the moolah. <laughs> you can't be looking down on nobody else that got a baby mamas when you got a lot of baby daddies. Yikes. And then you say, but his baby mamas cause problems. I got my baby daddies under control. Yeah, right. You attract what you are, ladies. I'm sorry. That's just how the universe works. You attract what you are. There is a very small percentage of women that will find a man that will actually come and save them. He really has no reason to come and help you clean up your mess. Yikes. Exactly. Why would myself as a man, like I have one child, so I'm not part of the child. But if I only have one child, why would I get with you when you have five or six? There's no way. I bring one child to the table, you bring a damn football team. No, not at all. And then something else she said as well about how, and I, you see this a lot on Kendra G, women go in there and they have multiple children and three, four, five baby dads. And they'll say, oh, none of my baby fathers give me any trouble. And it's like, bruh, shut up. Bitch, you want to tell me that you have children with five different men and you never have any issues. Only way you have, don't have any issues is those men aren't around whatsoever, which is not a positive, by the way. You lose. That is not a positive. Let's get back to you. That's your mess, your bad decisions. You give me one reason why a good man that has made the majority of all the right decisions in his life and all these other women have made good decisions too that are out here. They don't have any kids. 
Mm-hmm. No multiple baby daddies. Why should he look over those women to come and help you? Exactly. I believe childless people should date each other. All of us who have been tarnished, who have been stained, and we have children, we need to be on one pool, and the childless people need to be the other. I think you're an extremely selfish person if you have multiple children by multiple people, and then you're out here on the dating market wanting to... What did I say? What did I say? Right? It's the women with the multiple baby daddies, multiple kids, that will still try and nitpick what she can get, and she can't get nothing. Because you can only keep that information from a man long enough. You can go on maybe two or three dates, and there's stories about... We should go look up those stories in the future. There's stories about, you know, women hiding their kids from the guy that they're dating, and then after a month, after two months, the guy's really into the woman. The guy's really into the woman, and then she drops the bomb on him. You know what I'm saying? Charlie Wilson, just the Gap Band, just dropped the bomb on the nigga and talk about, I got two kids. I hope you're not mad. Oh, I'm not mad. I'm out. Bye-bye. Eliminated. Mission failed. Let's go. Get a childless person. Forgot about the ads here. Skip. He shit my boy. Wait, why? Would you want your son to go get a woman with multiple baby dads? Go ahead. Go ahead. I mean, go ahead. you can wake up and you can change, but you cannot change the fact that you have multiple baby daddies. That's a decision that's never going to change. So at that point, you have to put your big girl panties on and kind of lower your expectations (laughs) of the type of man that you want. You bringing baggage, he gonna have some baggage too. Oh. Y'all gotta learn to accept that. Oh. Get up out this fantasy world. (laughs) Oh. Men owe us something to the to us women that have made a lot of bad choices my advice focus on yourself learn to love yourself learn to learn you know yourself better than anybody else before you now you know what's funny about women like this and by the way i gotta point it out there's a little sense of hood boogerness in this woman Sounds like a hoodlum. I'm just saying. Giving these women advice. She got the uh, she got the little micro dot piercings on her face. I mean, she is a red flag herself. Let's be honest. And I don't know if that's a weave. That gotta be a weave. That ain't cute. She looked foolish with that hairstyle. I'm sorry. This gotta be real. There's this tendency that a lot of these women get when they're online and they want to be the best of the best. You see what I mean? So in order for them to be the best of the best, they got to put these other bitches down. But some of these bitches come with the same energy. Yeah. Yeah. Some of these bitches come with the same energy. Some of these bitches come with the same traits. 
some of these bitches come with the same characteristics, but they'll say, no, I'm different. I'm not like most girls. And, you know, that's a tall tale sign for the for the young men out there. Like if she says she ain't like most girls, she's right. She's like all the girls. She ain't like most. She's like every other girl who who, who goes out there in the same way that women talk about how men are like predators. Women are predators because in a way they they want they want to find a man. But they know that with the options, with, with with the handicaps that's added to her options, she has little to no options. She has the nice guy who will be the stepdaddy who she will eventually cheat on. Or she'll find guys who see her as just a sex object and they ain't trying to see the kids. So there's a lot of different dynamics here. Also, um, you know, a trait with a lot of these women that are coming in to the manosphere, right? And coming into these talking spaces where if a man were to say the things that she would say, that man would be looked at in a certain way. Oh, well, this is a misogynist. This is a chauvinist. This is a this is a bad man, right? But when a woman says it, it's all good. But then you think, well, if it's all good, then a lot of these women are going to continue to talk about this shit. They're going to make this a market. It's now marketable to come with the red pill, um, the red pill words and, and point out the three Oh fours and all that shit. And, you know, point out the chameleons and, you know, point out those toxic femininity type women. And in the same way for men, which a lot of us men don't really have that luck to talk about toxic femininity within women and be able to reach a point to where people are listening without the first thing they're coming up in their heads is he's a misogynist. He hates women, etc. You know, what I mean, but it's always going to be like this. And I said it before where it starts with a just pearly things, right? And it continues, right? And then you see more black women stepping out. And they're stepping out against pearly things, but the things they talk about is the same thing that pearly things is talking about because you're taking the man's experience, you're taking the man's life and having you're adding your illustration to it, adding your thoughts on it, right? These women out here find themselves trying to give men advice as if they live the lifestyle of a man. Crazy. You make another bad decision, young ladies, that you can't even come back from. It's your girl, Gypsy. This has been Tulsa Vision. <laughs> Tulsa Vision. Real quick. Tulsa Vision. Tulsa Vision. And minutes, I gave y'all an eighth of knowledge. Please take it and run with it. And salute to this young lady. I'll put her channel up on the screen. I'll put it somewhere in the description as well. That video was just on my feed yesterday. I never saw it. No one sent it to me. I turned on YouTube and it was right there. And I just thought it was uh, great content. Too many people want to have their cake and eat it too, man. Unfortunately, I've covered this more times in videos than I can even. Re- I got to be honest with you. And this is the problem with these sort of talking spaces. 
Um, I, I'm sure this guy doesn't go along with any of the red pill shit or anything like that. But the problem with these guys is they're quick to put a woman on the pedestal for saying common shit. This is nothing like applaud worthy. Um, any woman can come across this information from somebody else and mirror it. So who's to say that she's practicing what she's preaching? That's something I want to mention. Also, a lot of guys in this space are quick to look at women and go, well, she's on our side. She's an ally. And I'm going to be honest with you. If you pointed out the nature of women, if you're pointing out, um, if you're promoting awareness for men, you're not going to be looked at as the good guy. If you're out here for the awareness of men dealing with these women, you're not going to be the good guy to a lot of these women. And the crazy thing about it is a lot of these women can hear what you are saying and agree with it, but because they're too emotional and, you know, they're too triggered to understand that the message is aimed to women like her, she won't be able to process it right. She needs a smooth Casanova Negro to say things nice and lie to them. And I don't give a fuck about all that. So other guys, they'll be a little bit more easygoing, right? And some of them you can tell because their content is watered down for women. For women, you always have to water things down. And I want to and I want to specify this briefly. Because we're on live anyway, so we're going to we're going to go on to. A, we're going to go on to another video after this anyway, but. When it comes to information and when it comes to even honesty, as a man, you have to water things down for women. You can't tell women how it is. <clears throat> and ladies know you can't you can't tell a woman what's on your mind. You can't tell a woman how you feel. You can't just, you know, outright cry to a woman and expect that woman to respect you. The only unconditional love that you'll get close to that is with your mother. That's it. And that's the cold, harsh reality of it. When it comes to a lot of the situations where, like, you know, a lot of the guys, they find themselves um, investing too much, putting in too much effort for a woman that doesn't appreciate it. He may have a mother that sees what's going on and that warns him way ahead of time. This person's not the one for you. Now, I don't know if people's mothers ever said that to him, especially the men. I think I think it's more of a thing with women and their daughters, but but with mothers, they have that way with their son, too. So she has a way of pretty much eyeing the person that you're with now. She's the radar. The mother is the best radar for men. I got to be honest with you. all The mother is the best radar for women and men, realistically. There'll be a situation where, like I mentioned, your mother will tell you, oh, she's not the person you should be with. And you saying, oh, you tripping, man. Get the fuck out of here. You know what I mean? Like, get the fuck out of here. 
It can be later that day. I don't, I don't think it for me it was later. It was later that week. I get into an argument with this bitch, right? And she's talking about some stupid shit, like shit that I don't even care about. Where it's like, I'm already at a point where I'm just ready to move on. Like, I chose solitude from the last relationship on. And I've been pretty much cool. I've been good ever since, really. Um, But I remember looking back, thinking back to what my mother said about this bitch. And I'm like, damn, she was right. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You bring you bring you bring the woman that you think you like around your mom and, and she'll she'll be the one she like the canine. She's gonna sniff her out. Any problem she got, she gonna she gonna pull you aside later on and tell you, like, yeah, this bitch seems like a problem. You you dig? She seems like a problem. And see, like I said, this is the old school way when it comes to women, where a lot of the older women will be willing to put these these young bitches on blast because they out of order and they're out of pocket okay they are definitely out of order and out of pocket you know what i mean if it's two things that these women don't have it is law and order okay like you see what i mean but in my humble opinion I think the men in the space are the men who was, you know, listening, the men who was obtaining the information. You're going to come, you're going to make your own decision. Some women you can filter out because really, I think for men, if you've already, and I've said this, I used to say this all the time. If you already been in enough relationships, There's no such thing as fucking enough women. I'm just going to be honest with you, especially for a man who's single. There's no such thing as fucking enough women. If you have that option of fucking enough women. Um, But when you've had all these things, you're able to push forward without them. And if you were to go back, your your head would be more clear. You have more clarity, right? You won't be out here just trying to get a nut. You'll be out here trying to get a woman. You're not just getting a nut. You're getting a nurturer and a caregiver. You dig? Not just a three to five second release. And then the post nut clarity. And then the regret. The damn, what was I thinking? Fucking this bitch type of scenario. Post nut clarity. Anyway, can we move on? Yeah, we can move on. Men don't want me. Woman hits the wall, realizes men are not attracted to her. This is a long title, so I don't think. Why would you name something that's like two sentences and the video itself is only six minutes long? I don't get it. There's videos that are hours long and it's simple. The title is simple. Um, Rapper Saucy Santana triggers black women after saying this. Uh, I don't really care about that. Not really into the zesty world when it comes to information. Um, what else do we have here, man? Should we get into politics? Hell no, right? The tide has turned. People aren't buying the crap anymore. I already went through that old ass video. Why are these old videos popping up on my feed? 
I got like super old videos popping up in my feed. Shit's crazy. Hey, do you want to listen to Jaguar Wright reveal Jay-Z as being worse than Diddy and names his victims? I think I do. I want to check that out. Let's switch things up, man. Tinfoil hat. Put on that tinfoil hat, people. You know it, man. We out here. Hey, yo, I'm kind of mad at the at the nigga. Um, I'm kind of mad at uh, Hassan Campbell. We're beefing right now. You know what I mean? Because he said he's the black Alex Jones. And I said, nah, negative. You're not the black Alex Jones. I'm the black Alex Jones. I'm the black Max Payne, all right? And here, I finna crash the fuck out because I'm getting more information on these Hollywood weirdos. These rappers, these rappers, Rappermon, Rappermon playing booty boy games, booty bandit games, booty goon games. Niggas is very disgusting and repulsive and just a burden. Like, like, yo, we thought Diddy was bad. Apparently, Jay-Z is worse. This is from Jaguar, right? This is from a day ago, but something tells me that this is an older clip. But we're going to add it on to the conspiracy list. We got we got the lineup, right? We got Diddy, the party party predator, right? We got Diddy. Hold up, hold up. We got P. Diddy, the party party predator, right? The freak off phenomenon. Or the freak off phenom. And now we got, actually, remember Fiesta Fiesta? That's the party party anthem. A lot of y'all didn't know it. We cracked the code the last episode. Yeah, yeah. We cracked the code on the last episode. The Fiesta Fiesta shit. That's the Jay-Z and R. Kelly song. Yeah, 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 yeah. Freak off anthem, nigga. Only thing R. Kelly was missing in the video was a mask. Predators, nigga. Straight up, straight up predators, man. There's no other way to put it. Let's get it. I, I mean, let's get it. Large record producer started making some calls. Hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. Sean Carter is worse. Whoa. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> She's smarter. Yo, hold up. Yo. Oh, man. He's not sloppy. The producer started making some calls about a singer he had working out of his studio. By the time all of the ink was dry, she was just shy of being legal. But that didn't stop the mogul. He liked to sample the new talent. Damn. He was sampling her on a fairly regular basis, but he was also involved with the current A-plus list singer who was in his face every day. And this could allegedly be Beyonce. Jay-Z has been very silent amid all these allegations. All right, so let me just stop and, and explain something, which is a mystery for a lot of people, including myself. For people that know, Jay-Z eventually met Beyonce. Now, what people were trying to figure out was, was she of legal age? Now, I don't know, personally, but there's rumors about a lot of people, now that I think about it, Foxy Brown was allegedly um, one of the people, uh, 
Rihanna <clears throat> was another person that Jay-Z was allegedly dealing with on the side, but none of those things were really verified, so who knows. ...about his longtime friend, Diddy. And according to Jaguar Wright, that's because Jay-Z is an even worse monster. A disturbing blind item recently surfaced about how Jay-Z allegedly slept with a singer who was signed to his label when she was a minor and then blackballed her career when Beyonce found out. However, word on the street is that this woman is not the only alleged victim, and Jaguar is now spilling the tea on everything Jay-Z ah, and Diddy have tea. in common. Cassie's lawsuit against Diddy really opened the floodgates, and fans are saying Diddy's friend Jay Z is up next for it. Hey, yo, I'm not gonna lie to you. I'm not gonna lie to y'all. Like, there's a there's an interview, right? with Cassie from six years ago. I'm thinking about playing that back. And the reason why I want to play it back is because for what she was talking about within relationships and all this shit, I didn't hear enough. I didn't hear a, a lot of it, but I knew that it was going to be a lot of crazy shit because we would simply use what she is saying to cover up what was currently going on at that time to what is now known with the lawsuit and the settlement. So I'm still thinking about that. I might do that. I might. Exposure, just like Jaguar Wright predicted years ago. When Jaguar first spoke out against Jay-Z, people called her crazy. However, her story never changed, and she's now saying that Jay-Z is even worse than Diddy. But before we get into what Jaguar said, we need to talk about this new blind item that's making the rounds on social media about singer Tierra Marie, who was signed by Jay-Z at age 16. Tierra was discovered by L.A. Reid and then signed to Def Jam at the same time as Rihanna. L.A. Reid said in his memoir that the label initially believed Tierra would be a bigger star. However, Beyonce and feared and told them to focus on Rihanna. Reed said, we had an in-house company showcase and Beyonce happened to be there with Jay-Z. Tierra Marie, Rihanna, a four-girl group called Black Butterfly, and Neo performed. At the label, we thought Tierra Marie would be a big star. We spent more time on her, did more work on her, paid more attention to her. A bell went off for me. However, when after the showcase, Beyonce came up to me and said, that Rihanna girl, she's a beast. And according to this blind item, Beyonce did this because she found out Jay-Z was messy with Tierra. The blind item claims L.A. Reid also slept with So this is the reason why I'm calling some of this bullshit. Because there was rumors staring up that she was messing around with Jay, uh, with, uh, Rihanna was messing around with Jay-Z. So I don't, I don't know. It's just to me a lot of BS. But who cares, right? It's fuckery. With Tierra as soon as he discovered her. Mind you, Reed is 31 years older than Tierra. And then Tierra was allegedly sold to Ray J, who was involved in all this shady business of scouting and controlling young female artists. According to the. So now you're just adding people like Ray J, like, yo, cut it out, dog. Seriously. See, there's channels like these, and I'm not even going to mention the channel's name. We're just going through videos tonight. Um, what was the last video by? Did I mention it? I think I did. If I didn't, oh well. Um, now they're mentioning Ray J into this situation. And I gotta be honest with y'all, like, 
I think a lot of y'all people who are out here doing this like gossiping shit, you're going to fuck up a lot of true victims. You're going to fuck up their situation. You're going to fuck up their opportunity to get justice. And I think it, it comes to a point where shit like this needs to relax. It's like, like I said, Diddy, the Diddy debacle really opened a can of worms. And I think uh, it's not going to be good for a lot of artists and celebrities, but it's going to be worse for those people who are actually innocent. And these bitches are just trying to come up. I don't care about these women talking about victimhood, this victimhood that you can't tell me there's there's not a few women out there who's making shit up, who's just trying to get a settlement like Cassie to stop it. Stop. Ray J then took over and brought Tierra to Jay-Z's attention. Soon, she was sold to the pseudo corn star and celebrity sibling. So what does Ray J's connection to Jay-Z? Because I've never seen those two. I've never heard the two names together. Like, to me, this just sounds like BS. can also take a guess at that one. He loves controlling vulnerable women. It is his specialty. Anyway, he started controlling the career of this singer. Was Ken Porter like that? No, right? Is the woman that he's currently with allegedly like that? No. So, let's keep going. He brought her to the attention of this A-plus list rapper and mogul, allegedly Jay-Z. Ray J and Tierra started dating in 2006, and this is interesting because Jay-Z suddenly dropped Tierra from his label that same year. Shortly after Tierra turned 16, Jay-Z signed her to Def Jam, and she released her first album, Rockefeller Records Presents Tierra Marie, in August 2005. The album was a success, reaching number five on the Billboard 200 and number two on the top R&B and hip-hop albums chart. The following year, Tierra started working on her second album, but the production was suddenly stopped. I mean, she was attractive. I don't know. I I remember the name. I just don't remember the face. Maybe I just wasn't paying attention, but she was a looker. In the middle, and Tierra received a phone call from the label right before her high school graduation, telling her they were dropping her. And Tierra said she never heard from Jay-Z again. I'm no longer on the label because... Well, to be honest with you, I don't know why I'm no longer on the label. But um, I know that I just took some time off to finish school or whatnot. And then, you know, in the midst of that, I was in Detroit and um, I just got a phone call. Like, I think I was getting ready for prom or something. And they were like, you know, we, we're going to be letting you go. You're young. Oh, she's from Detroit. Shout out to the D. She can get the D. I'll tell you that. She's from Detroit. Not bad looking. Soft spoken. And you have a bright with signature select from we Acme. got we got a course to add Acme can suck a dick skip bye-bye future ahead of you you know the womp womp talk and um, <laughs> that's how it happened I was shocked I was sad because Jay didn't call me himself you know um Jay Brown called me and I was you know confused because I didn't know why. According to Tierra, Jay-Z initially portrayed himself as a father figure, and yet he cut her off with no explanation. He was like a father figure at the time, but right now, I can't, I can't say that because, you know, I don't talk to him anymore. And he didn't even call me and tell me bye-bye, so, you know. <laughs> now, this is interesting because in her lawsuit against Diddy, Cassie said Diddy acted like the same when they first met. Emphasizing the age and power dynamic early on in their working relationship, Mr. Combs positioned himself as a father figure and protector of Miss Ventura. Anyway, according to the blind item, Jay dropped... <coughs> oh, shit.
Hold on, I got to put this joint out. I got to put this joint out. Are y'all buying that? Now, I'm, I'm asking y'all flat out because to me, I'm not going to lie. It sounds like a reach. Pause. This sounds like a reach around. <laughs> Pause. <laughs> Seriously, it sounds like a reach. Here's why. Okay. Um, Diddy and Cassie's situation. To an extent, you could say, and I'm not saying this is a fact, but I'm saying it's more... Although it sounds outrageous, it sounds truer than the other option, right? Where Cassie consent on the sexual activity. She consented on the freak offs. She didn't sign up to get beat the fuck up or anything like that, but she could have just been out there like that. And that's if that's how Diddy wanted her. And if she was technically held against her will, then that's a terrible situation. But here's the problem. A lot of these women, they'll have others. I think Jaguar Wright is kind of like was kind of like one of those women that will tell him like, hey, you're not making the best decisions right now. You're not making the right moves dealing with these type of people. And she allegedly has all of the tea, right? All of the gossip, all of the evidence to prove the things that she's saying, which goes to show you that when people talk about her getting sued or her getting paperwork or her dealing with consequences, she's almost untouchable. So how does a woman come out be in the industry, dealt with people within the industry, talk about Diddy the way that she does, talk about Jay-Z the way that she does, talk about these other celebrities and talked about Mariah Carey and how allegedly she was just known for sucking dick in order to get her fame compared to other women who was better than her. And that's Jaguar Wright's words, not mine. Let's continue. From Tierra because he was sleeping with her and Beyonce found out. On top of that, Ray J was allegedly mad because he wanted Tierra for himself, so Jay dropped her as quickly as he signed her. Not only that, but he also allegedly blacklisted her and blocked her career. By the time all of the ink was dry, she was just shy of being legal, but that didn't stop the mogul. He liked to sample the new talent. He was sampling her on a fit. Alright, so. <clears throat> How much is this is left? Because we ain't going to play all this. Because she's saying the same thing over and over again. Yeah, we're not playing this. <laughs> Shout out to This Happened. I'm not going to mention it in the descriptions. I'm not going to mention any of these videos that I play. Um, if you listen and you hear the content creator, search them. But uh, a lot of this shit is kind of clown world-ish. Uh, Diddy's handler name... Tisha, Tisha Tells. Shout out to Tisha Tells. Uh, Tisha, or is it Tisa? I don't know. But she's been talking about the whole Diddy situation. And she's been going over all of the, all of the tea spilling shenanigans. She's light skinned. She looks, 
how can I describe her? Um, she's a light-skinned woman, all right? She has very uh, feminine qualities. I don't know about what she got on top of her head, though. I hope that's not a weave. You know, I hope that's not a weave. But then again, that is a lot of hair, so it could be. Anyway, I'm sorry. Um, shout out to her. Because she been... I was, I was going to go over one of the videos, but I forgot. She does, like, two-hour, three-hour long videos. We can't do that tonight. Oh, no, this is 12 minutes. All right, let's go through it. Fuck it. We already... We already poorly... We already poorly described her, so we might as well go through one of her videos. Guys, how y'all doing today? Well, baby, if you are Sean Diddy Combs, the legal community is accusing you of covering up for who's the big fish. Y'all, if you guys don't know, of course, Diddy was sued. Now, Rolling Stones just came out and said 18 companies has distanced, distanced themselves. And a part of me was like, yo, does this mean 50 Cent's plan was working? Because 18 companies have completely dropped you or disassociated your, yourself from them or disassociated themselves from you as it was. But y'all, I did some digging. Uh -oh. And this is the thing uh -oh. that really caught my eye. Uh -oh. Even though I think about 18 companies have disassociated themselves, 161 companies have still have decided to stay. And that's when I started asking myself, why? Why would, and listen, this isn't about whether Diddy, and this isn't about whether Diddy is guilty or innocent. From a business standpoint, when you have this much heat around you, it really don't matter whether you are guilty or innocent, baby, we gotta step away until we figure out what's going on. You know, again, these aren't friends, these aren't lovers. It literally is like, I am with- Hey, yo, question. <clears throat> and this brings up an important uh, question. Shout out to this woman. Um, if you had a friend, right? Close friend. And that close friend allegedly got involved in some bullshit. Now, he goes up and tells you, everything these niggas said about me is false. Right? Everything, whatever those allegations can be, right? If your friend is going through that, how are you going to react? Are you going to be the one to kind of fall back and let that problem settle before dealing with the person and seeing what's right and what's wrong? Or are you loyal enough or are you reasonable enough to understand that maybe the person is telling the truth and you're going to rock with them regardless? Just wondering. Not to the extent of Diddy, but you know. With you to make money. I'm attaching myself to your project because your exposure is supposed to bring more money in. So out of, let's just say 200, well, a little bit under 200 companies, 18 were like, listen, we don't agree. We don't like the way you treat women. We don't like this, we don't like that. But 161 of the companies said, well, we'll just wait and see what happens. And I'm like, why would you attach yourself to the chinking ship, right? And then that's just one part. But then I started thinking about Mace and all those people. I know there's a clip circulating around oh, that's shit. like a few years old, but I'm like, why when Diddy is at... Oh, yeah, by the way, <clears throat> I was watching a lot of... I went back to the collect calls with Suge Knight and I listened because they had a new one with Jimmy Iovine. And... um 
that's a deep one because really, this is the first time you're really hearing Suge Knight talk about a lot of situations years past. So there's a lot of hip hop fans like me who are just curious to what the fuck he's talking about. And what he insinuated was things like the Chronic album. He owned the Chronic album because that's Death Row. When Suge Knight was locked up, right? When Suge Knight was locked up the first time with the situation, Jimmy Iovine allegedly took the Chronic album and was going to re-release it with Dre while he's locked up. Death Row is Death Row. Interscope is Interscope. You see where I'm getting at? So he wasn't able, Suge Knight wasn't able to make any power moves because he was locked up and Jimmy Iovine knew that. He knows that, allegedly. So what he did was created this sort of fake clause to where every album that sold, every unit that sold, Suge Knight would get a dollar. And what ended up happening was instead of using the term the chronic, you know, chronic 2000, was it chronic 2001? I think I forgot what the name was. Instead, they just used the chronic leaf. They used the cannabis leaf. And they used that instead of saying chronic, which was actually brilliant. I got to give Jimmy Iovine that. that. That's some dickhead brilliancy right there, without a doubt. At his weakest, more people are not speaking out either from what he did to women or how he screwed over the men. Y'all, we keep looking at women, but it is rumored, again, has been independently verified, but it is rumored that a lot of Diddy's victims were men. And a lot of the ways people were able to get into these really bad so there was this uh, guy, Farnsworth Bentley, and he was allegedly speaking out about Diddy and all his shenanigans. I want to look that up eventually as well. Farnsworth Bentley at one time was always with Diddy. So Diddy had gotten to a point to where he figured that he was at a level where he needed a so-called Diddy with him. And the so-called Diddy was Farnsworth Bentley. You know, the black man with the fucking, um, with the fucking, did he have an umbrella or some shit? He wore the umbrella. He had the goofy ass polka dot, um, neckties and the bow tie and shit looking crazy. Um, him. And you know, a lot of people were saying he was very zesty. I mean, he was very zesty at the time. And Diddy would use him up. But that was all, that was all, you know, rumors, allegedly. Bag 360 deals is because the same way there were models and bottles for men bad boy artists, just like it was for women. I'm just saying you didn't have to have a, a be a woman to fall victim to Diddy stuff. And some people said he might even like that more. I'm just saying. So why, why are there people on a free fall? Okay, that are still sticking by them. And it can't be, oh, they're just blind. No, they're there to make money. So where do they think the money's from? And look at all the men of Bad Boy and all the people in the industry that are still on the Beyonce mute challenge because Diddy hasn't come forward. And then there's even more, right? Because even after you go after that, right? 
It's like Diddy and them, at least if you can believe what the streets are saying, still think that they can pull out of this. If you guys haven't noticed, the narrative is moving more and more away from what happened to Cassie to these women are gold diggers. Oh my God, that's just what we did in the 90s or the 2000s. Is it that big? Okay, maybe they keep trying to move the bar. But why is this happening? Well, if you believe the legal community or at least certain lawyers, and when you read the complaint, they are saying that the reason everybody hasn't abandoned Diddy in droves and run for the hills is because there is a big fish, bigger than Diddy, bigger than anyone. Sometimes you gotta push yourself to the limits. Oh my God, please, please shut up. One, that they, that Diddy and the rest of the industry, Diddy's trying to protect because this person's even bigger than Diddy. And that the rest of the music industry does not want to get on their bad side. And that these advertisers, not advertisers, these companies that are associating them with Diddy know that if they pull away, they might not be able to do business with this person. If you guys don't know what I'm talking about, Diddy's latest accuser, and I know every morning you wake up, there's another one, literally the same one that's being represented by, there's two lawyers, Tyrone A. Blackburn, who is, well, Tyrone Blackburn, I don't know if A.C. Middle, which is representing two of the victims, and there's also Douglas Bouigmore, um, He's representing, he represented Cassie, and now he's representing one other victim. There's also another victim that is suing Harvey Pierre, but Diddy and his companies are also. So Diddy got like five girls saying stuff about him, right? Mm. Let's talk about the one that says that she was age, right? <laughs> and that she was in a club in Detroit. I'm thinking it's 18 to enter, 21 to trick. She has a club in Detroit. Harvey Pierre literally was looking for an old Fanta orange can because he had a hankering. So I'm not laughing about what happened to her. I'm just laughing about the ridiculousness of a Harvey Pierre. Took her into a bathroom, did this, called Diddy on the phone, said, yeah, he'll like you, moved her across state lines. Douglas Wigmore is saying that there is proof of this. Yo. But here's where things get interesting, right? Yo. Remember the part where they said that they took her into a, uh, they took her to a studio. Now, Diddy is placed at the scene of crime because oh. there's pictures of the girl sitting on his lap. Douglas it's a dirty money. That when you see this girl, you have no doubt as to whether she is um, 18 to enter, <laughs> 21 to drink. Do you know what I'm saying? In any case, right? Okay, so here's where it gets really juicy. So, this unfortunately, <laughs> for Diddy, placing him at the scene. And there's not any way that you can explain it. Because how does she get from Detroit to your studio? We know Harvey Pierre was there. We know Diddy was there. Mm. And there's been rumors going around that Clive Davis is Diddy's handlers, Whoa, his protectors. It's I don't know. Money. Maybe they are. Okay? I, I, I don't know. I don't know. I have not been able to verify it, but who am I? Right? Um... Who knows? This story has so many twists and turns. But the real tea is whoever was in that studio with Diddy Jeez. and Harvey Pierre is said to be so powerful, so all-encompassing that nobody wants to get on their bad side. So who is it? And no, I do not believe that Clive Davis was in the studio with Harvey and Pierre at four in the morning. Hey.
You never know. Giant freak offs. Giant freak offs. You never know. Giant freak offs. Giant freak offs. Anything for the moolah. You can't make it to the real party because somewhere if you if you're not a homosexual, they got they got a filtering out process. Stick it right in his butt. Yo. Giant freak offs. Giant freak offs. Giant freak offs. Giant freak offs. Hey. Anything for the moolah. Ah! Hit that. Oh, yo. That's the new song coming out. Hold up, hold up. Giant freak offs. Giant freak offs. Giant freak offs. You dig? Yo. <laughs> yo, not the FO. Morning, smoking crackers. Whoa. And whatever. Whoa. But I yo, nah, nah. They said, they said, what? <laughs> they said, they said one dude. <laughs> I forgot his name. I ain't going to mention it, because even if I knew it, I ain't going to put his name out there. But they said they had one nigga, he smoked some crack. <laughs> he was smoking, that nigga was smoking some rock. And uh, he said, fuck it. You know what I mean? He just went in, man. He smoked crack and then forced the bitch to suck his dick and then raped her, apparently. And then Diddy came later on, and I think Diddy had the scraps, allegedly. This shit is disgusting. <laughs> Yo, this nigga's a pervert, bro. Giant freak offs. This nigga's a pervert, right? You work for Zaddy, right? Perving. Clive Davis is so built for that, baby. He was already in pop, like me, mom, pop, pop territory, grandma, nah, and grandpa stop. territory. Back when this happened, I just, I just can't see it. But listen to what this lawyer has to say about it, because I find this so interesting, and I am going to Google and do some research and try to see if we can place it and place who it is. But whoever is this person that is not named in the lawsuit? They are saying this is Puffy's true protection. This is Puffy's true heavyweight. This is who everybody is still afraid of. This is who the advertisers do not, I'm sorry, the other companies associated with Diddy do not want to cut ties on. And this is who Diddy is even trying to see if he has enough money to pay to keep out of the limelight. Y'all, let's get into this. Where's this lawyer's um, thing? Okay, y'all ready for this? Let's get into this. These lawsuits very closely and joins us this morning. This one was filed under the Gender Motivated Crimes Act. And because uh, the plaintiff here was a... So, so yes. Diddy and, and Bad Boy Business Executive Harvey Pierre, they're both right. named in that lawsuit. But then there's Yikes. another defendant in this, in this lawsuit as well. But why isn't he named? Great question. So there's a third defendant. Now, usually, if you don't know the name, you simply refer to them as a John Doe. Okay. That was done in, in the prior lawsuit against uh, that Cassie filed. Here, specifically, they call it a third assailant, and there's a footnote that states they know exactly who it is. So the assumption and the implication is, is that this person is a major player with major pockets, and specifically... Sounds like uh, Clive Davis, if you ask me. I'm just saying. If all these allegations are true, you got Clive Davis who has control or who was the one responsible for giving Diddy the opportunity to have control over Bad Boy and to start a major rap record company. This was what Diddy wanted. 
He noticed that a lot of the other companies was ran by other people that kind of didn't know about the culture. He wanted to be the exception of the rule. A lot of people will say that Diddy himself is not really that talented. And if you think about it, a lot of his music is based on sampling. And some of those sampling, including the song um, I'll Be Missing You, which is actually taken from the police, not the cops, but the police led by Sting, um, I'll Be Watching You, and was actually given a crazy amount of money for that sample. Every time that sample is being paid, a check is being cut to Sting from the police. If you don't know, now you know. The petition states that they are willing to allow this person to remain anonymous until it gets to the discovery stage. The latest victim is also represented by the same law firm that represented Cassie. Um, not only does her team have all of the knowledge and know-how of you know, how Cassie received her settlement, but they also know those facts. They're going to know the insurance policy limits because they're suing uh, the same digit, uh, entity regarding Diddy. And so that plan is definitely money. a substantial advantage. Attorney Simone Redwine has been following these lawsuits. Okay, so that was attorney uh, Simone Bredwin uh, Esquire, um, attorney Simone Esquire. She is speaking. Now, you guys know I... All right, cool, 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 cool. That's enough anyway. That's enough. Where are we at? We had like an hour. We probably got one more. One hour and 13 minutes. This is just a random... Uh, Tisha Tells, that is T-I-S-A-T-E-L-L-S... Uh, look her up. I should subscribe to her because she does talk about a lot of uh, interesting topics. Hold on. Uh, let me see something. I don't think I have this on. Bluetooth audio. Bluetooth audio. Eighteen company. I bet. All right, I'm going to make sure I'm subscribed to her. Um, interesting information that's coming out, even more information coming out. The Diddy situation is getting out of hand, actually, at this point. We can all agree at this point, it's, go it's going way beyond the deep end. Uh, what do we got, man? We're just going through the tubes right now, seeing what's popping right now. Uh, we got Rolo Tomasi debating somebody. I don't care to watch that. What else do we have going on here? Um, yeah, I, I advise people, if you're a hip-hop fan, when I started listening to hip-hop, that was pretty much right around the time Tupac died. So I was able to listen to a lot of his music. And uh, I became a fan of his more so than Biggie, to be honest with you. And a lot of people would agree. Some people even from New York would agree that New York, New York looked at Biggie as a legend when he died. Um, Ready to Die, uh, the album Ready to Die kind of kind of stayed still for about four months from what I remember. So it, there was a there was a period 
where there were other rappers that were trying to come up. And the rumor was that Diddy was preventing a lot of that shit from happening. So you would naturally have, if you can't beat them, join them mentality. So people like the locks join for for a brief moment had a lot of problems getting out of their deal, having a lot of problems with the money situation that was owed to them, allegedly, by Sean P. Diddy Combs at the time. But everything, you know, everything comes back around in a very weird and fucked up manner. Um, we got one more video to go through for this episode. And uh, after that, we're going to wrap the shit up. It is Sunday night. It is 9.48 p.m. for me right now. This will be for Monday morning. In which I will most likely do an episode around 12. I'll say around 12 o'clock. What do we have going on here, man? We're still going through the tubes, man. Um, good guys are not approaching and joking women out like it's Madden. Wait. Yeah, I don't want to go through that. It's kind of typical shit, right? Uh, What do we have going on here? We don't got a lot going on in these YouTube streets, man. Women, women have complete meltdowns after being asked for divorce. Nah, stop. Nah, I gotta check this out. I'm petty. I'm petty. Yeah, I'm petty. Last video for the episode. Why not? Some madness. The fucking recording. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. You the recording, yeah. Yeah. They got this junky looking bitch falling out in the car. The man must have asked for the for the divorce right away. He should have had the fucking phone recording while he asked. She blacking out, spurging. 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 Give it to me. Give it to me. Give it to me. What recording? You're making a recording right now of me. Junkie. Yes, I am. Yes, I am recording you. Negative. This would be. <laughs> Yo, this guy's a piece of shit. He said this will be proven in court. <laughs> Eliminated. Eliminated. Barry. Eliminated. Are you kidding? Eliminated. Mission failed. We'll get him next time. Be gone, Just leave me, 
He said, get out of my car. Get out of my car now. Get out of my car. Get out of my car. Spurging. Please. I, it wasn't bedtime and I was I'm like, trying to leave, please. sleeping in the bed with me. I'm, I'm, please, I'm trying I to... didn't say that. You're eliminated. What's the Wi-Fi password? Nope, you're out of here. What's the Wi-Fi password, Joe? Y'all remember this? The Wi-Fi password, bitch? We went through this shit about almost a year ago. If I'm not mistaken, it could have been a year ago. It could have been around the holiday time. I could be wrong. But yeah. Actually, no. This could have been just... I say springtime before summer. Yeah, this bitch. Bugging. What's the Wi-Fi password? Eliminate it. What's the Wi-Fi password? Do you really want me to call the cops for this? <laughs> Be Wi-Fi. gone! Go for it. They're going to laugh at you. You're an abusive narcissist. I'm not doing anything. Shut up, bitch! I haven't done anything. Yep, you've done everything. I haven't done anything. Shut up, bitch! I haven't done anything. Oh, wow. Dumb bitch. Please say that. What? You've probably touched my kids, and I need to protect them. Dumb bitch. Perfect! I'm glad you think that, because you you want to protect them? Because you're the mom of, right? You're the, you're mom, the mom of it, right? I'm the mom. I'm so, so then why are you still here if I'm, I'm such a threat? Leaving. That's why I don't Oh, in 23 days. If anybody touches my children, I'm pretty sure they'd be, either be dead or... Then do you want to die? Yeah, good. That's right there. Good. Okay. Sure. So, Joseph... Sorry, exactly. You are such a contradicting line. Wi-Fi password. It's funny. Thank you. When a woman says uh, she will accuse you of something falsely, you better take her seriously. Eliminate. And make sure you do not go anywhere near her or make a slight slip up around her because she will use it against you. It's even worse if it is a woman who has just been asked for divorce, like the woman in the latter video. Trust me, it's never really about the Wi-Fi password. It is generally how bad life would get for her without Bigger the man shit. in it. She can't even... It's coon shit. <coughs> These bitches out here, hoeing it up, doing what they want. Then the last minute... They, they they looking for you know a stepdaddy because these bitches already got kids they already dysfunctional ain't much ain't really much you can do with these type of bitches not really you know if I can be honest with you um yeah there ain't really much you can do with these type of bitches nowadays man I ain't even gonna lie to y'all man um you dealing with these scoundrels oh you out of pocket you yourself is out of pocket. So anything negative that comes with the bitch, it comes from your poor decision making. You gotta, you gotta face the consequences just like these bitches face. When a bitch reach a point, you know what I mean. She, she's no longer looked at. She's no longer seen as you know, um, a high commodity towards most men, and she's sort of just left behind. She's gonna remember this. She's gonna remember the video. It's going to bring back flashbacks. Bitches got post-traumatic stress disorder, my nigga. 
because these men who she she figured maybe five years ago she would have a chance where she would get the attention of, but not now. The clock has ran out. There is no redos. You have not made the cut. You are eliminated, okay? You're out of here. Mission failed. We'll get them next time. Your access the internet without the guy's Wi-Fi. Useless. Her behavior is further proof of why the man wants to divorce her. She is a bad person. I can't imagine finding myself in a relationship with a woman that would say things like that. This is why, as a man, you have to pay attention early to character flaws, because there will always be signs that expose who she truly is. Modern women, just like this pathetic false accuser, can't just wrap their heads around the idea that a man can finally realize that they are just not good enough for the man and that the man is prepared to leave them. They believe the men can't just live their lives without them in it. So when it finally happens, they melt down completely. All right. Good old advertisement. And can we skip this one? No, we can't. Fucking fuck you. Piece of shit. Do anything to get back at the man. Never underestimate the lengths a woman can go when she doesn't have her way. There was this woman who went to jail for false accusation and self-harm. Apparently, she got dumped by her boyfriend a couple days earlier and they Shut. separated. Shut. They lived together and the guy didn't even try to get her to leave. He left himself. So he came to get all his things on that particular day and then the woman didn't want to let him leave. They got into a heated argument. Then she blocked the door, holding a knife. <laughs> According to his story, he thought she was going to attack him with it until she suddenly turned the knife around and stabbed herself. Then she fell on the floor and started screaming. Yo, chill. I would have walked directly over her, called 911, and would have left the house. Facts. Actually, I wouldn't I would have done that. I would have just walked over her and walked out of the house. Cause that's that's psychotic. Some people will just feel sorry for that woman. I don't. That woman had no business being in a relationship. That woman had no business interacting with a man with that type of mindset. And that's just the God honest truth. So people will say, oh, you're being harsh saying this shit. No, I ain't. No, I ain't. for help saying her ex came into her home and attacked wow he narrated how shocked he was that he was rooted to the same spot till the neighbors and police got in according to her story they were arguing and he started coming towards her menacingly so she took the knife to defend herself then he snatched it away from her and stabbed her with it logically her story was more believable because why would she just stab herself but using logic with modern women is comical their fucked up behavior exceeds logic the man won the court case luckily when a faraway street CCTV that had its line of view crossing her window captured the scene. Wow. It wasn't really clear, but it shows that the man. Wow. I'm sure he's grateful for that camera. God damn. He was about to go down. And did not come near her when she was holding the knife. So there was no way he could have snatched the knife from her or stabbed her without coming real close. The guy then sued her back and she got jailed. It was then she confessed that she was lying and she just wanted to ruin his life because he thought he could just leave her like that. 
crazy how the gender who rudely reject men that they don't like are terrible at taking rejections. Like someone said, you will never really find out who a chick really is until you break up with her. Damn! They hide most of their horrible characters just to get into a relationship firstly, and whenever you start seeing the signs, do not hesitate to run away from her. Divorce is not always an easy... I don't think you really find out who a woman is until she's comfortable around you. When she's comfortable around you and she'll tell you anything and everything, that's kind of it's, it's more so that than the breakup. The breakup, you find out what the woman really was all along. While with you, she's different, right? But when, you know, she's no longer looking to you or you're no longer looking to her, she becomes different. You become different to her. But, um, yeah, that's crazy decision that I know but sometimes you've just got to weigh the stakes involved man now imagine the dude in the first clip kept being in a relationship with such a psycho just imagine that it would be so disastrous so most times regardless of the effects you've just got to walk out the door it would be better for you in the long run the tricky part is most of these women actually know they have bad behaviors so the next thing is to try and change right nope they wouldn't they would rather hide it and trick men into believing they are good women manipulate the men into a relationship and then start revealing their true behavior. I saw a video recently where a man divorces his wife shortly after marrying her because she embarrassed him at their wedding. Let me pull it up quickly. See how she dressed to her wedding, and for the man to divorce her shortly after, you would know she wasn't dressing like that before he asked her out for marriage. If not, he would not have married her. I want more men to emulate this man. Be brave and bold enough to walk out the door anytime you start seeing these signs. In fact, it is better to avoid them totally from the start, because they are good at pretending, and then they will only start showing their true behavior when they are with you already. Here it is, when they're Since comfortable. Bingo. Like I said, when they're comfortable around you, that's when you know who they truly are. Now, some women, some women are good at playing the role, right? Um, but it's not until, when most women, it's not until she's comfortable around you to where you know how she truly is, right? And that can be a good thing, or in this case, it's definitely a bad thing, you know, because a woman switches up. A lot of niggas will say this about marriage and shit. Like, before they married a woman, they was having endless sex. After they married a woman, they realized they ain't getting in as much. But then they got to be stuck around the bitch 24-7. Like, that is a hassle if you think about it. It's something that I'm not really privy or excited to or excited about whatsoever. Um, your time, uh, the things that you have going on, the things that, you know, you got going on around you and, you know, what you plan on doing long term to kind of put all that aside for a woman in a sexless marriage in my opinion is just an absolute joke it's an absolute joke so you you invested time money and effort and resources into a woman 
You went on one knee to propose to the woman. You put a rock on a woman's finger, married the woman. You are now the husband of this woman, but you have no, you have no grounds over this woman. In other words, she walk all over you. She treats you like a fool. And she's the first one to initiate an open marriage. These are the guys who become cucks. All right. There's just no other way to put it. You know what I mean? These guys become cuckoids. It's very despicable. It's very nasty. These guys participate in some nasty activity. They get low down dirty on some freaky shit. You dig? Very disgusting. They pretty much, the equivalent of this is um, letting these fucking women, like, it's like the husband is letting the woman go to the freak off. Giant freak off. Giant freak offs. Giant freak offs. Giant freak offs. They letting them go. They're like, yeah, go to the freak off. All right, I'll talk to you later. Yeah, she getting dug out. She getting split. Despicable. And the guy that sits home, you know, he's happy that the woman is just even around him. It's, just, it's sick, yo. It's really sick. And you know how the women are. You know how the women get down. Anything for the moolah. Giant freak-offs. She out there getting nasty, doing a lot of dirty work, bringing home a lot of unwanted gifts. Wink, wink. Bringing home a lot of unwanted gifts. The gifts that keep on giving, a.k.a. STDs. You dig? Man can't help it. He's a cuck. You let your woman go out there. And I'm going to keep it old school. You let your woman go out there, showcase herself like a hizzo, and you got and you put a Rizok on the bitch's finger. Right, you put the Rizok on the bitch's finger, right, and she out here being a complete hizzo, a H to the Izzo. You know what I'm saying? Just out here tweaking, okay? Um, that's uncalled for. It's out of pocket. These guys that do this, they are cucks. They should not be forgiven. They must seek the mo- the most high for forgiveness. These guys are complete and utter failures. I do repeat, these guys are complete and utter failures. Jabronis, curtain jerkers, jobbers, all right? Water boys, cleanup guy. That's these guys. No skill, no talent, no charisma, no creativity, nothing to offer, but lies and propaganda. And fuck shit. It's most of the people. Especially the jobbers. The jabronis, you can kind of forgive them. They don't know any better. They're peasants. They're low lives. You know what I mean? You know, these guys probably don't even have Wi-Fi at the house. You know what I mean? You know, their apartment probably don't even got furniture. You know what I mean? They're probably sleeping on an air mattress. You know what I'm saying? No bed frame, no nothing. Back all fucked up. They they ain't living right. Okay? They're peasants, peons, and nobodies. Especially bitches, hood rats. A lot of hood rats, they do a lot of this hoe shit too. And I've always said, these bitches today, they really don't have 
um, any type of home training. They don't. They haven't been around a mother that has any sophistication whatsoever. She's wild, ratchet, and worthless, just like the rest of these peasant bitches, right? And they sit back, and they're like, "Yeah, you know what? Um, we're gonna celebrate single motherhood. Yeah, we're choice moms now, right? These bitches." These bitches calling themselves choice moms now, okay? So they choose to be single mothers. They choose to allow their child to come up in a upbringing that offers nothing reasonable and nothing valuable for a young man or woman. <coughs> no guidance. All emotions, all outbursts, um, and, and, and just, like I said, no order. No order, no foundation, you know, no provider. The woman wants to assert her authority as if she's the man, but she ain't. You know, she cosplays as a man. But she's really a broken woman who feels that she has to be a certain way to assert some authority to her badass kids. That's just a reality. Respectfully. But these women will look at the men, even though she has a terrible selection in men, her her resolve, uh, uh, her resolve situation involves still pointing at men as the problem, right? Her ability to take self-accountability doesn't exist. So she doesn't allow herself to reasonably understand why she's in a situation she's in, right? Why she is in a situation she's in, why she deals with the men that she's dealt with, and why she continues to do so while blaming men in the process. And they don't waste time telling you that niggas ain't shit, men are trash. They don't waste time telling you these things. They waste zero time. And they're quick to judge your past, but when you look at a woman's past, especially a woman who has three different kids by three different baby daddies, you're out of pocket, you're out of order. When she's the one that made those irrational decisions and she's the one that has to deal with the irrational uh, consequences, right? Her body, her choice, remember. Her body, her choice equals her choice and her consequence. And with that being said, Jersey, Judah, and hey, as I always say in the meantime and in between time, and until next time, this is another episode, another edition of the Crimson Capsule Chapel. And uh, I'm wrapping up the weekend, but I'm starting the week off with this episode for y'all. I'm going to have something done probably an hour and some change before I go to work. And that way, when I'm done, I'll just go to work. And of course, the night episodes with this week will be uploaded for the next day so keep that in mind uh, 
still a whole lot of fuckery, a whole lot of madness, a whole lot of chicanery coming. So stay tuned. But until next time, I'm signing out. Peace.